Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, so I do not believe that this is going to happen. But you know that some people say, if you really, really, really try and manifest something in your mind, it will come true. Well, that's what I'm going to do right now. Because I'm going to put my fist together and go, I want the WWE brand split to end. And I want Raw and SmackDown to become one and the same. And what am I talking about? Well, you are about to find out. Or you already know if you did watch SmackDown this week. Because my word, all these storylines coming together made me a very happy panda. And hello, my name is Simon Miller. Welcome to Ups and Downs, the show where we take the finger of power and we give the good bits an up and the bad bits are down. It does exactly what it says on the tin. We also have a retro version called Retro Ups and Downs. Make sure you check that out on the channel right now. But in terms of what we're doing here, let's up those downs for Smack It Down. As already said, surprise, surprise, having a symbolic relationship between our Monday nights and Friday nights made this so damn entertaining. And I used to understand the whole, yes, but if we have separate shows, we can push new people. When was the last time WWE did that? Roman Reigns did arrive on the scene, though, by himself, which meant he was super duper mad. And he actually said, oh, man, I had to self-isolate because, of course, he did have COVID. And while I miss lots of people, I did not miss Brock Lesnar and I did not miss Paul Heyman. But this means he would have been sat at the head of the table somewhere just going, man, I refuse to miss them. So he definitely has problems. He didn't get much further than this, though because he got interrupted by Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman. Now, I have realized what a terrible thing I've done, because bring it down, there is the interruption counter, and it's already out of control. Because in terms of WWE, I think it goes up to five. We also have a total counter, because we're covering it across all the professional wrestling, and that goes up to seven. It's only been like a week. How the hell am I going to do this for the rest of the year? It does prove that wrestlers absolutely love doing this, though. And when Lesnar and Heyman did come out to a massive reaction, it was awesome straight away because Paul was about to go, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages. That wasn't his. That's the wrong person. But you know what I'm talking about. But Brock yoinked the microphone away from him and he did it himself. And Paul was like, oh, man, Lesnar, you so good. That was better than me. I'm enjoying this. So you just know that eventually Heyman is probably going to screw over Brock, but man, the love triangle we've had here, because I will try and recap it for you. 
Brock Lesnar wanted to do a title versus title match. Roman Reigns said no. He then called Paul Heyman an idiot when Heyman got really sad and said, you shouldn't say that to me. Do you know why you became the Universal Champion? I helped you out. Why do you hate me? Lesnar was then all like, what the hell are you doing, Paul? So Paul then tried to apologize to him. But then Roman Reigns got involved and said, don't you talk to my man like that. So I was like, man, who is sleeping with who here? And then I remembered it wasn't a soap opera and it was just wrestling. If you do enjoy your emotions being pulled over the place, though, this was the segment for you. And given that there was an opening, Roman Reigns jumped in. He gave Brock Lesnar the Superman punch before he bailed. And I just want to give a round of applause for all of these folk because they are smashing it. Paul also did this afterwards because he couldn't believe what was going on. And of course it's getting an up. I don't care who you are, this is good narrative. Sami Zayn was then here too. So I was happy for a little bit. Because he was really upset as he questioned why he had to face Rick Boogs before he goes on to have his Intercontinental Championship match against Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, of all the people... He bumped into Johnny Knoxville. It turns out Johnny has come to SmackDown to ensure that he can get his place in the Raw Rumble. And some people have been like, man, can't believe Johnny Knoxville has taken a spot in the Raw Rumble. Who cares? He is a proper celebrity. He probably will bring a few more eyes to the product. And what do you want to see? Drew Gulak go in there at number 12 and then get thrown out in 10 seconds because nobody realizes how good he is? No thanks. It was then time for Boogs versus Zayn. And as you know, if you watch this show regularly, I'm a big fan of silliness and I'm a big fan of nonsense. But this just went a little bit too far down. For one, Sammy lost. And for goodness sake, in 2022, that has to change. I have no problem with Boogs winning because he is somebody in the making that we should do something with. But why do we have somebody as talented as Sami Zayn whose whole booking is just lose, 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 lose. Also, as ever, it finished when Zayn kind of got distracted by Nakamura, who was at ringside. So Rick Boogs snuck in and went, well, I know what I should do here. And he hit the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment and the surprise roll up and he got the W. Then it got so odd because Johnny Knoxville was back and he also snuck up behind Sami Zayn and he threw him over the top rope which apparently means he is now officially in the Royal Rumble. So unless everybody else does this to get in the damn thing like we did with AJ Styles a year or two years ago I don't know what's going on. Once more I'm very happy that John has now got into it. All of this was really really strange. And then I died. Because Kayla Braxton was interviewing the New Day when we were told ha, that they were going to get a rematch against the Usos for the SmackDown Tag Team titles. And I love Xavier Woods and Kofi Kingston. I think they are one of the best tag teams ever and they are so damn entertaining. But in what world can you justify giving them a title shot when at the day one pay-per-view... Oh, yeah, sorry. The day one premium live event, they were beaten clean in the middle by Jimmy and Jay. So why the hell would they get another shot? I mean, it just makes wins and losses utterly pointless in WWE. And I don't think it's any word of an exaggeration to say that these two have now fought 69,782 times. Now, to be fair, they did play this as the last opportunity. But is it? Is it? This is poor boy who cried wolf and is getting it down. What came next, though, was so damn cool. Because Charlotte Flair was out to chat about the Royal Rumble and she went kapow and started this video that talked about that event. And if you can believe it, one of the participants 
is Mickey James, the current Impact Knockouts champion. So the Forbidden Door has officially opened in WWE, and I know some people were disappointed about this, going, man, it should have been a surprise. And yeah, maybe it should have done, but it's still so badass that Impact and WWE are now working together, and that's why I don't give a flub. Also, they announced Michelle McCall, they announced the Bellas, and they announced Lita. Now, maybe you should have kept those ones as a shock, but we've done it now, and there ain't no going back. Pat McAfee even mentioned that she was the Impact Knockouts champion, so I was just dancing a jig in my house, which makes me really weird. And then we had one final twist in the tale, mostly because we have no plans for the Women's Championship, and Charlotte went, you know what? I shall enter the Royal Rumble as well. And I always like this. Do you remember when Brock Lesnar did it in 2020? That kicked ass, so why can't you do it again? Bizarreness then struck SmackDown for the second time though, because Alda walked Naomi and she went, uh, yeah, Charlotte, geese title shot, I wanna fight. Now one, we really need to stop doing that because everybody is doing it now, but also two, in what world would Sonya Deville have signed this off? And of course she came out when they did have this match and she was going shenanigans, nonsense, ludicrous, ridiculousness, but it doesn't make any sense. Like it's absolutely stupid. Even though sure you did screw her over, why the hell would you put her in the thing to begin with? And I kind of enjoyed it when it was just a normal match, but again, at one point Deville was like, ha ha, now it's no count out. And then she was like, ha ha, it's no disqualification, which just meant eventually Charlotte Flair hit the natural selection to get the one, two, three. And while I did kind of enjoy the fact we merged things here, we really should have gotten to Sonya Deville versus Naomi Night now, but also, like I've already said, it really does feel like WWE doesn't actually have a plan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. And that sucks, especially when you look at what we're doing the Universal title, which is absolutely faboo. Let's get it down. The Usos then also promised that they will finish off the New Day for good later, so maybe they were gonna kill them, when Adam Pearce and Sonya Deville did promise us that by the end of the night, we will know who is facing Roman Reigns at the Royal Rumble. They don't have to forgive me because this is WWE and I was like, I bet they forget. <laughs> I bet SmackDown goes off air and someone goes, oh, damn it, we forgot. But they don't do this and the answer is actually pretty damn good. SmackDown then went so, so stupid. I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. I really liked it. And it's not like we didn't know what we were doing here. Happy Corbin made his way to the ring, reminded us what him and Mad Cat Moss had done to Drew McIntyre at the day one pay-per-view <laughs> premium live event when he said, but hey, Drew somehow survived our attack, so I'm going to ask him to come to the ring right now. And of course, it wasn't Drew McIntyre, and it was Stead. It was Mad Cat Moss pretending to be Drew, and he proceeded to use the worst Scottish accent I've ever heard in my life. I mean, seriously, it was worse than mine. Moss then said he was going to retire before magically revealing, oh, it's not McIntyre, it's me. And honestly, it was so dumb. It was so, so silly. And I sat there on my couch and I enjoyed every single second. And you can get mad at me in the comments. I would understand, but I don't care. And it did also kind of tie into a new feud as well. Because then, look at me laughing through this. The Viking Raiders interrupted. I can't remember where we are. I think we're at six. So WWE interruption counter goes up to six. The total goes up to eight. The regret, the regret I'm going to have for this. It did lead straight into a match between these two and it kind of did have a serious finish. Not really, but you know what I'm talking about because Eric wanted the tag. He wasn't able to because Corbin pulled him off the apron. Ivar then got hit by Mad Cat Moss's finisher, which is actually called the punchline and Corbin and his mate 
got the win. And also, I tell you this, Mad Cat Moss, he actually pretty damn good. And yes, I would like the Viking Raiders to get a little bit more, but this pierced through my skin and it found the goofiness in my heart. And also, as we have here, never forget that Happy Corbin is very underrated. You can give him any kind of a gimmick and he will make it work somehow. Sheamus then absolutely smashed it too because he was cutting a promo talking about what had happened to his stalker, Ridge Holland, at day one. When he just went, but don't worry, Ridge, wherever you are, because I've got some great news. I'm in the Royal Rumble. So what a crappy friend he is. Imagine that, you broke your leg and your mate comes around and like, oh man, I'm so sorry, but don't worry because things for me right now are absolutely stonking. More teasing with Pearson Reigns after this about someone going to push start on controller two in terms of he's about to get a new challenger. And then it was our main event and it was a street fight as the Usos took on the New Day. Now, while I may have made my thoughts known earlier, this is mostly down to WWE booking because fair play to Jimmy J, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods. They just don't have bad matches. It doesn't matter how many times they do do it, they always find a way to make them fun. They truly are a quadruple bunch of legends and they are getting it up. They got loads of time as well, which I always appreciate. And while it was a bit silly to begin with, because it was a street fight and they were wrestling, eventually they did remember, oh yeah, we can do whatever they want. So they went to the outside. And if there was an inanimate object, somebody was being thrown into it. The steps were then being used as Xavier jumped off Barry Barricade in order to save his friend. And then the New Day did one of the most ludicrous things I have seen for ages because they found the king's armor and they put it on. So for a little bit, they were just impervious and they were just invincible to paint. Honestly, these two, if they go on till they're 100, I'm sure they'll always find a way to entertain me. A table was soon introduced and actually we did some cool teasing here because it was set up in the corner, but nobody actually went through it that way. Cause instead, as soon as the Usos did have the upper hand, they put it in the middle of the ring. They hit their brand new finisher. It used to be the 3D, now it's the 1D. Onto Kofi Kingston. They won the match. They keep their titles. And honestly, if you're going to watch anything on SmackDown, watch this. Tiz was very good. And also maybe, maybe it does signify the end of this feud. But when you go through the roster, who even is there? It was not going to be the way we ended SmackDown though, because that made me so damn joyous. Because we zoomed to the back where Roman Reigns was in his locker room watching TV like a normal human being when somebody knocked on his door. And this wasn't a normal knock. This was a very, very special knock because whoever it was, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, just happened to knock as if it was the start of the Shields theme music. Honestly, you have no idea. I was having a riot. This, of course, meant that it was Seth Rollins, who is a very strange individual because he confronted his old friend and he just went, <laughs> and he did that laugh. But it does mean that the Rumble, we are getting Roman Reigns versus Seth Rollins. And I am so pumped for that. I've wanted it for ages and there ain't no two ways about it. It is getting it up. It also likely ties into the fact that apparently according to the rumors, Seth Rollins was meant to win the WWE Championship at day one. So who the hell knows what's going on? And while COVID has been absolutely terrible, I mean, not only was it kind of responsible for Roman Reigns starting his Acknowledge Me character, but now it's also brought us here because of course the plans are all changed when Roman Reigns got COVID. And again, what's most important is that everybody is healthy and happy. But I mean, the things that WWE have come back with, well, I think they're damn great. Which did bring us to the end of SmackDown, and we're going to keep it nice and simple. It gets an up. I think the blue brand is right back on form right now. 
I'm pretty much pumped for every single thing that they're doing. Now, please do leave a comment below and let us know what you thought about last night's episode of SmackDown. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Head on over to whatculture.com. We shall keep you up to date with the wrestling news, which we'll also do on social media. So give us a follow. And there's loads of other videos, including retro ups and downs. Go watch. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you for joining me as always. I'll see you on the next one. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.